2: Rob Black in your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, in more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. This show is really dedicated to getting you into retirement. Um, and I do it through headline news and a little portfolio allocation, investing ideas, concepts, uh, whatever you want to run with, I can run with it with you. That's the goal. Does it always work? Not quite that nice, but that's the goal. So the stock market, I keep saying it, right? Yeah, it kind of gets into, like, history repeats itself. It seems to be very, very, very short-term blast up and down. But it's not really going anywhere. Now, in the month of January, it looks like, woohoo, we're going to have a breakout year. And the month of February, it was like, boo-hoo, we're going to give it all back. March and April have been kind of like, I don't want to get too negative on it, right? I don't. Um, peak earnings. Is a big question out there right now because we're in earnings season. You know, you keep hearing about things like peak oil and peak energy use, peak earnings, uh, and rising interest rates. You're seeing companies have great numbers, but that was expected. So, yesterday, IBM didn't do much as an investment. Today, indications have evolved. Ultimately, uh, positive results from companies like American Express, Procter Gamble, WW Granger, Alcoa, and Novartis, as well as Canadian Pacific. Those are all very different kind of companies, right? So, and when it plays out like that, we go, we've got a diverse economy. We don't overthink it. Uh, customary earnings report season. Um, if the good news has already been accounted for, then you start thinking, uh, what are we going to do for the next 90 days until the next earnings season? And right now, we kind of see interest rates moving higher. We kind of see you know, the numbers in the economy continuing to do well. The employment reports look good. So in between now and next earnings season, if we call this the first earnings season, January, February, March, they report... 30 days later after they do their in April. The next earnings season, April, May, June. And what happened between last earnings season, uh, well, we got a tax cut. We got some higher interest rates. We got some good economic news. We will continue to see decent economic news, if by nothing else, than the fact that people just have jobs. Unemployment's low. There was some discussion yesterday that the high dollar value of stock prices has curtailed investor participation in the stock market, i.e., it's gone too far too fast, and people are waiting for a pullback. So, a stock trading in $1,000 is a higher dollar price than a stock trading in $100, but if the company with a $1,000 stock price is earning $100 a share, it is less expensive. So, that's one of the reasons why we look at earning the season. There's an overarching point right now that low volume seems to go hand-in-hand hand with the market that's recognizing that there's a shift in risk-reward due to the Federal Reserve continuing its path of tightening. A lot of market participants are thinking more deliberately about how willing they are to pay up for every dollar of earnings, and people are starting to recognize uh, that increased volatility is a byproduct of a similar shift in that, you know, monetary policy. So again, between now and the next 90 days, you're going to see interest rates move higher. That's going to make getting a home tougher. It's going to make the value of a home smaller. Because not everyone's paying cash for homes. When they do, it tends to push real estate prices higher. In large part, people don't care about interest rates. But overall, Historically speaking, people do care about interest rates and how much home they could buy. We saw initial claims come in today for first time unemployment. Came in at two hundred and thirty two thousand. Um that's a good number. Key takeaway from it ultimately should be that the employment report for April, um, we should see some, you know, good gains in non farm payrolls. And again, for April, we'll get that report on May 4th. May the 4th be with you, and also with you, my son. Uh, The Philadelphia Fed Index increased from 22.3 in March to 23.2. Philadelphia Fed Index is a regional economic barometer. And any number above zero reflects manufacturing growth. So again, there's a little bit of budding inflation in producing. It's, it's it's noticeable. So the Federal Reserve is going to probably keep raising interest rates slowly and methodically, so they say. So oil price is also higher. And again, everywhere you kind of look at this point in time, you're seeing higher rates uh, being built into the market. Ten-year treasury sits at two point. 4%, 3%, a, two, a two-year note, 10 years, it's at 2.91, 2.91. So that's marching towards 3%. And I'll tell you this, our stock market works really, really well when the 10-year treasury sits around two and a half, three percent 3%, which is where it's currently going to right now. It starts to say, ah, if I can get 3.5% on a 10-year treasury, that's probably going to be an inflation of 2 to 4%. I'll take it. So as that 10-year treasury, a reflection of the economy, a reflection of the job market, as it continues to march higher with the Federal Reserve raising interest rates, it tends to put brakes on the economy, on lending. Now again, any number under 3.5% is still pretty good, but it's marching in the wrong direction of that 3.5%. And uh, that 3.5% is where I'm going to say, you, you know what, I'm willing to put that money in a bond or something else. So that's out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Wall Street opened lower as semiconductor stocks slid. So that's the story, you know, that you know, one of the things we try to do is we try to put a little bow on everything but a warning from Taiwan Semiconductor which is the largest contract chip maker. Ie someone like an Apple goes to them and says, "We need a lot of iPhone 10s." Apple goes to Taiwan Semiconductor and the Taiwan Semiconductor says, "Okay, we'll make the chips and someone else is going to make uh, the boxes and someone else is going to make the glass and we're going to put them all together." So when they say things are soft, a lot of people get soft, including Apple, one of their biggest customers. Procter & Gamble, they're lower today after shrinking retailer inventories and higher commodities. Uh Philip Morris missed its revenue estimates. That's a big drag, 12.5% down. That's a big drag. You don't usually see something that big hit that hard. Amazon gained after the e-commerce retailer said it now has more than 100 million Prime members. 100 million Prime members. Now we're getting somewhere, right? And how much are they paying somewhere else? Some are probably paying forty, some are paying sixty, some are paying eighty, some are paying a hundred dollars. So Prime members are a business model that you and I could both understand. It's a subscription. You pay a hundred dollars a year, you get music and videos, and you also get two day delivery. And one of the reasons we didn't like you know having goods delivered to us was that, you know, if the if the shirt was thirty bucks, but the delivery was ten, we're like, wait, that's too much. I'm just going to go to the store and get it myself. But Amazon Prime changed all of that. You can find me online at Rob Black show, Twitter Rob Black show. Uh, don't forget, there's a big event coming up in May. You can sign up for it in Cupertino by going to Rob Black show and use the code Radio25. I
1: was clean I was young and an How sad you asked it as I lay in the black dress with my father in a cast. I had no plans. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM I 1220 KDOW. The
2: and more. Thanks for listening to the show. A lot going on in the markets right now. One of the ones that I find very interesting is Philip Morris, plunging the most in a decade on a slump in cigarettes. Wow. Have we finally priced cigarettes to the point where people say, ouch, where they go, no, I'm not going to smoke. I'm going to break the habit that kind of started to happen in the '90s, where we just we got elected officials, and they go, "Hey, we want more money. We want to increase our tax revenue. Let's let's raise the taxes on the middle class." And everyone's like, "No, no, 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 rabble, rabble, rabble." So let's raise tax on Coca Cola. No, 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 no soda tax. But in the '90s, it became very, very popular. Let's tax cigarettes companies. Let's call it the cancer tax or the death tax. Um... People who smoked would pay more per pack. The seller of marbles outside the United States is called Philip Morris. The seller of marbles inside the United States is a publicly traded company called Altria. They changed their name because in the eighties and nineties we started learning that, you know, these companies manipulated the chemicals in their product to get people hooked, to get people addicted. So they had to change names because Marlboro was kind of the marble man he even got cancer. I think that's not an urban myth i think that's true so they split the company and the problem is that smoking rates are declining as in the 80s and 90s we started to see a decline here but we started seeing growth in asia strangely cigarettes are a luxury and it means that you're typically working and want to do something to de-stress from work in a very western kind of way tobacco is it We've uh, seen some sales tax hits in Saudi Arabia on cigarettes. Cigarette shipments fell 5.3% offset and rise in heated tobacco unit deliveries. I don't vape. I don't do stuff like that. I don't do chew. Philip Morris has developed four platforms that says are less harmful than cigarettes. Less harmful than cigarettes is the product that they sell, right? First is called IQOS, which heats a tobacco plug without setting it on fire. CEO of the company has said he envisions a world where all billion smokers have switched to reduced-risk nicotine delivery systems. Wow. The IQOS was available in 38 markets as of February. Uh, heated tobacco. Uh, there's another product called Teeps, which is a second heat-not-to-burn offering that resembles a regular cigarette with a tip that prevents it from setting it on fire. The company plans to launch a consumer test for that product um on top of another one which is a nicotine inhaler okay we are so addicted to nicotine that we now need an inhaler i get the idea of an inhaler for oxygen for your lungs but there you go there you go it's my it's my cancer man in the corner always chiming in and laughing so do i think this is the beginning of the end I think we're just starting to reach a, a more conservative adult smoker segment that, you know, require, at least at first, more time for adoption. So when you come up with new product, it takes a little while. Like, and the best way I could say that is the iWatch. The first one, I think everyone waited. Uh, by the third generation, it's now the dominant smartwatch. Um, same thing with a lot of new technologies, like the AirPods. A lot of people looked at them and said, those look kind of goofy, and now they're pretty dominant and pretty high-demand. The AirPods. There's so many dumb names now HomePod, AirPod, iPod, iPad. Too many, too many PADs, PODs. So Wells Fargo said that lower than expected demand out of Japan for non cigarette products is going to pressure the stock prices of these companies. But, you know, they, they see everything kind of maturing in the sector. So, the growth story of we're going to export tobacco to a brand-new market, there's going to be high demand in China because the factory workers, when they get off work, they're going to want a cigarette or India. Those growth markets have slowed considerably. They're maturing. Uh, would I own a tobacco stock? I would. I don't have a problem with it. My father died from lung cancer. I, I see people making that choice. I see it, it, the tobacco companies as having nice dividends. But there's a trend there, right? Um, You almost depending on where you are in the country. You pull out a cigarette, you kind of look like a problem. You kind of look like, oh, I see what he's doing. So the other big story of 2018 in the early parts of 2018 has been jitters on Apple's iPhone. Remember all of 2017, we're like, hey, don't worry, Apple's got a new phone coming out called the 10 and it's gonna be a thousand bucks. And there'll be pent-up demand. So now we're starting to get to that quarter, the December, January, February, March, that whole Christmas area, where we're starting to say, let's see, let's see what Apple has or doesn't have. So, so people are getting jittery. And Taiwan Semiconductor makes the, the semiconductors. Uh, they're kind of a partner of Apple. They, they hinted that things aren't blown off the shelves. Now do we assume the two tied together? Because like for instance, Fortnite is the you know the smash sensation of twenty eighteen video game wise. And it's on iOS and it's a lot of fun and you it's got a sound based battle royale system. But that, that's pulling in big bucks for the Apple store and the services, just like Pokemon Go still does. Not as much as it used to, but it's still pretty active out there. Big guy. to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Uh, Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. Again, slowing demographics, always a story. New product of Philip Morris, that's a big story. Um, Amazon Prime hitting 100 million subscribers, where you don't pay every month with Amazon Prime. You pay typically for the year. And you know, paying subscribers is the business model of Netflix. It's the business model of Spotify. Apple has the Apple music. It all has a play. So how many subscribers you get on a monthly basis and turn it into that magazine model is important. Like even Costco is all about subscribers, right? How many people have a Costco membership that are dead? You'd be surprised and those are actual numbers that Costco, you know, tab, tabs and follows. So subscribers are a business model. I think everyone could kind of understand. So try to. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Don't forget, I have a seminar coming up, and uh, you're able to jump on that train by going to robblackshow.com, robblackshow.com, and use code RADIO25 for the event for free if you've never been to one. If you've been, try not to keep coming because it's discouraging seeing the same people. Sometimes, again and again and again, just trying to soak up the same information. It tells me that you're not learning well or I'm not doing something right. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com.
1: Always always and always ascending, progression. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking
2: money, invested more. There was a day and age that Intel ruled the world of semiconductors. And not so much. It's interesting to note how things have changed. There's companies like Apple who do their own semiconductors. Facebook is doing their own semiconductors. That's when you go, what? You get the ARM processors. They're pretty dominant in smartphones. Then you get companies like Qualcomm. So Intel ain't that in a bucket of chicken anymore like they used to be because, you know, the PC was the platform and now the mobile phone is the platform. And companies like Facebook, they built their business model on being the platform of the PC. And then like, whoops, we better pay attention to this mobile thing. And they did it fast. So large tech companies are designing their own in-house semiconductors. Alphabet's Google has built its own parts for machine learning, the TPU, as it's being called. Uh, they think it could do better machine learning than Intel's microprocessor or NVIDIA's GPU. So Google's doing it. Facebook has been creating some machine learning and artificial intelligence semiconductor intellectual property. So there's a post on Facebook's page to recruit an engineer who's an electrical engineer who can do chip design. So Barron's did a story back in 2015, which I like Barron's a lot. I think it's a investment magazine that should read. And again, will it eat into your baseball time? Will it eat into your time at the park with the kids? Will it eat into your exercise? Yeah. But if you want to become a good investor, I think it's something you have to do. So Facebook did an article inside Barron's back in 2016, and the title was Watch Out Intel, Here Comes Facebook. Facebook has commissioned custom chips in the past for handling communications in its server computers. Something that Zuckerberg is not quite known for is the open architecture interface that he wants to be put in place for servers and server farms. Facebook is receptive to Intel or any other vendor making its neural network processor, but so far no one's delivered, so they want to do it themselves. And again, it just I try to introduce themes here like, yeah, people don't smoke as much as they used to. Then we started exporting it to other countries and had some growth. And then that growth kind of started to dry up. Same thing with Coca-Cola back in the 50s, 60s and 70s and 80s. Heck, you know, all of it was American to be a Coca-Cola drinker. Now you look at someone giving a Coke to a nine-year-old, 10-year-old kid and you're almost like, that's child abuse. I'm going to report you to the authorities. Like, it's just Coke. I grew up on this stuff. Sugar water. Exactly. And then you try to get the. You know, the pieces of the puzzle that you could put together and the business model ideas that I'm showing you, like Amazon Prime's numbers are both stunning and unsurprising. Um, 100 million Prime users is a pretty big round number. And, uh, it tells you that business is good. Um, because when you use a service like Trash that you pay a subscription for, I need Trash to come 12 times a year. No, you need trash to come once a week, right? So you say, I'm going to pay you 52 times or once a month. And the trash company goes out and builds trucks and hires trash people and they come and you use it. So when you have Amazon Prime in theory, you use it because you're paying $99 for it. And even if you're you're like financially just a screw up, you still look at it and go, that's $99. I got I to be careful on this. Analysts from Wall Street predicted that Apple had about 104 million Total Prime users at the end of 2017 because Bezos didn't break out the U.S. portion of the Prime base, but they're now starting to become a little bit more transparent. There are 126 million households in the United States, according to the census. Apparently, 55% of them subscribe to Prime. Analysts expect U.S. Prime membership to grow another 16% this year to 81.3 million. So, their TV business isn't bad. It's not Netflix, but it's certainly not bad. And uh, they'll continue to throw money at it, because getting you to subscribe on a regular basis is what they want. Makes sense, right? Twitter's bet on video is starting to pay off. And when you think of Twitter, you start thinking like controversy, right? How many bits can you put on a line? 140 characters. And you're like, not enough. Too much. Not enough. Trump's, why does Trump um put in capital letters words that are random. Like he doesn't do it's it's not for emphasis, it's just random, it seems like. And we we get obsessed with Twitter, but now we're saying as Twitter was a takeover candidate years ago, we're now kind of like starting to think like while they were kind of like burning, they were starting to think of some business models, including live video. It helped users discover what's happening now. There's plenty of skeptics who said the battered company couldn't compete with deeper pocketed companies like Facebook. Yet Twitter has carved out a niche in the noisy world of video content. And they do recaps, for instance, of Game of Thrones, National Football League highlights. It's attracted big advertisers, including Goldman Sachs and AT&T, which are the creme de la creme of commercial ads. So Twitter is also serving up video ads in the timeline. So Twitter is still dwarfed by Facebook. We all know that. That's not going to change anytime soon. And they're struggling to grow beyond 30 million active users, monthly active users. Again, so how many subscribers do you have that pay every month? In this case, it's how many people come visit. So Apple and Twitter, not Apple, Amazon, no, Facebook and Twitter have a business model on how many times do you visit how many times can we tell advertisers that these X amount of people have seen your ads? So company says the video advertising at Twitter is its biggest ad format and grew its percentage revenue of the company larger in the last year. So a lot of people gave up on Twitter. I, I own no Twitter. I don't want to own Twitter. Um, I, Look at the world as, like, um, if you're Leonardo DiCaprio, how many good-looking models can you have on a boat, right? You can go blonde, you can go brunette, you can go redhead, you can go tall, you can go skinny, you can go fat, you can go some big bone, you can go athletic. Like, at some point in time, you you have enough. And same thing with stocks. I don't need Twitter, because there's other stocks that I would rather have that may have a better risk-reward profile, But they have shown, and we have to give them a little credit, that they can do live broadcasting and live streaming in a visceral, raw, and powerful way. And uh, we're consuming more goods. Twitter managed to snag the rights to live stream the NFL's Thursday night football games in 2016 for $10 million. The company lacks the funds to continue spending on expensive licensing deals like that. But adding it to their BuzzFeed, adding it to you know, esports tournaments and, you know, kind of tinkering with what eyeballs were seeing and who came and who was a, a viewer of that kind of content, they're pulling together a lot of data on us, and they're pulling a lot of data on how to do this right in the future. So do people want to see on their video, you know, a goal from a soccer game, or do people want to see an announcement of Zuckerberg in front of Congress? So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money invested in more. NBA Video Game League to stream exclusively on Amazon's Twitch. I know you're saying, say that slowly, because you just say that the NBA is going to be on Amazon's Twitch. So what's Amazon's Twitch? Amazon's Twitch broadcast video games you can watch other people play video games. It's kind of like the concept of birds, where a mama bird will go out and get a worm and chew it up and drop it in baby's mouth. You could, instead of playing a video game and good at it, you could watch other people play it. 17 teams competing in a video game league of basketball. So there's a basketball video, video basketball. So all those times that you were young and your mom said, Video games have no future. Well, there's jobs in that future. And uh, all the NBA franchises have their own video game sister company. Because people are paying good eyeballs with it. The NBA 2K League, a joint venture between Take-Two Interactive and the NBA is going to live stream all the video basketball games through Twitch. That's as many as 199 games throughout the season, including tournaments, playoffs, and the finals. Games will also be free on demand after their conclusion. Twitch has 15 million active daily users. Now again, we keep coming back to this. Twitch is a free service, 15 million users. It's just like, you know, uh, Facebook, where how many eyeballs can you tell advertisers? Now, if you're watching a video game, what are you likely to buy? Maybe a pizza? Maybe a video game? Maybe an Xbox? Maybe a vacation, because video games aren't made for twelve to you know sixteen year old kids anymore. You're seeing grown adults play NBA and video games and NBA NHL hockey games, and these are now real. They're being treated like real sports. Seventeen of the NBA's thirty franchises, including the New York Knicks, Golden State Warriors, have signed up for the inaugural season of in the league. So. I could be like the greatest video game player, and I can make Steph Curry jump even faster and stronger and further. It's a lot to get a concept around, but eyeballs are watching. That means advertisers and dollars are going to be pursuing. You can find me online at Roblox Show, Twitter Roblox Show, YouTube Roblox Show.
1: Black.com. Now back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
2: want to talk about we can talk about don't get a lot of calls it's a big podcast you can find us at apple under itunes rob black your money just google rob black your money podcast you'll find it um millions of people have listened to the podcast and i appreciate it probably not millions but it's been listened to millions of times so and that's always a nice thing so thanks so much for being there all these years. And I do appreciate it. 800 516, 1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you, you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. You know, I think the big story of 2018, one of the big stories is how are earnings going to play out and how are earnings going to grow? How is interest rates going to how are interest rates going to affect the value that we put on homes? The higher the interest rate, the less home you can afford on a 30-year fixed mortgage. How are we going to put value on interest rates and their effect on earnings, interest rates and their effect on borrowing costs? It's going to be an interesting year. That much I do know. Will Apple deliver as they've delivered? Will we continue to buy the hype of their hardware? Or do we start seeing the common sense of their services? You know, in 2018, Apple made a big announcement they're going to start doing get this news on subscription. So let's stop and think about that for a second. Now you're doing music on subscription. They've been tinkering and they've been hiring some of the right Hollywood producers. So maybe you'll do video on subscription. You could storage store all your photos on get this subscription. So you're starting to see where I'm going out with this, right? Subscriptions are big in tech getting you on a regular basis Facebook went as far as say, we may one day do, get this, a subscription. One of the things I don't do, but CFP Chad Burton does, is he does a lot of conversation on when you should convert an IRA to a Roth. Converting an IRA to a Roth creates a taxable event on any amount of pre-tax money in the IRA. You think you should convert an IRA to a Roth, is kind of a tough question to answer on a radio show because you have to almost do kind of a test with it. Like you should do it if you don't plan to touch the money in the Roth for at least the next eight years. You should convert an IRA to a Roth IRA, an IRA you've already paid taxes on. No, no, it grows tax deferred. It has a tax deduction. So you've already got some tax benefit, and when you decide, I want to convert it to a Roth IRA, a Roth IRA, when you're 70 years old and taking money out of it, you don't pay any taxes. But a regular IRA, you do. So you get the benefits of a regular IRA, but for years and years and years and years, you were funded the regular IRA, and now you want a Roth, but you're like, oh, I can't do it. I want to convert. Well, you're going to have to pay taxes because in the future you're not. You have to pay taxes at some point in time. You would want to convert a regular IRA that you've had for years to a Roth IRA if you expect to be in a higher tax bracket in the future. Paying the taxes now while you're in a lower tax bracket makes more sense. You might want to do it if you don't need to expect the Roth IRA assets for income and want to build an estate for your heirs. You might want to do it if you don't expect to need income in your IRA and you wish to avoid the annual mandatory distributions required from the traditional IRA. It might be great doing a down market. Convert to a Roth in a down market, you're gonna pay less in taxes. When do we get that said great next down market? I wish I had a crystal ball. I don't. I was talking to a guy yesterday who is in love with real estate. It was kind of funny because he does a lot of uh, leases on for businesses and he got pretty lucky in his life and he did get into a, a, a property that was pretty great. And that's helped fund a lot of other things in his life. But he's pretty arrogant on, this is the only thing I want to be doing with it. And that's where you can get into a lot of trouble, is when you start saying, I only want to do stocks because everything else I can't make money on. I only want to do bonds because they're safe and the stock market is kind of like a crazy uh, um, casino, which it's not. So eight hundred five one six twelve twenty 516 you get your calls on the air. Amazon has always kept us guessing. And that's kind of the fun of Amazon, isn't it? Of what are they going to get into next? I don't think anyone has the right idea or knows for sure. But that's a business model that's tough to analyze. Because for a long time, Intel was like, we do semiconductors. We don't do DRAM. We don't do GPUs. We do semiconductors. We do CPUs. And a lot of people felt very, very comfortable with that. So Amazon, it's tougher to model because we don't know what they're going to be doing in the next couple of years. We hope we do, but we don't definitively know. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty 516 to get your calls on the air. There's a big bidding war on the company that makes Adderall. It's a company called Shire Pharmaceuticals. Shire rejected a sixty billion dollar takeover and now Allergen is going to jump in and spend more. So kinda nice when you wake up and the company that you've invested in, you know, does ADHD medications and Adderall is everyone wants to own you. Doesn't it seem like we're only going to be increasing our spending on pharmaceuticals for a variety of reasons in the United States? As we get older, we take more pills. But also, in society, we find more things to put pills into. Oh, your kid has a, t- a tough time paying attention. Let's write his prescription. They didn't do that when I was a kid. I wish they did. would have liked to have been all medicated up when Miss Hankley threw an eraser at my head and almost killed me. You can find me online at Rob Black show, Twitter Rob Black show. You can use the code radio25 to get into a live seminar. Learn more at robblackshow.com. Hi, I'm Rob Black, host of Rob Black and Your Money. Join me and CFP Chad Burton for Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar coming up on May 3rd, 630 to 830 at the Juniper Hotel in Cupertino. Registration is $25, but free with the code RADIO25 when you sign up at newfocusfinancial.com retirement planning is more complicated than ever. It can be hard to even know where to begin, but focusing on a few essential issues will help increase your income in retirement and your chances of enjoying a secure future. CFP Chad Burton will discuss new tax laws and how they affect your retirement. Transitioning your portfolio from accumulation to income. The right accounts draw from first Social Security changes, good and bad retirement products, measuring risk, protecting your estate from long-term care costs. I will discuss the economy and market trends. Michelle Lerman will explain updates for estate planning. It's the retirement Permanent Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar, May 3rd, 6:30 to 8:30 at the Juniper Hotel in Cupertino. Registration is $25, but free with a code Radio25 when you sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com.